So Right Knows, MMA Journal Canada is passionate about top-of-the-line recovery as it lets athletes and coaches complete their tasks at the best of their abilities. That's why they hooked us up with a 50% off code to help them get through their day with the best products in active recovery. Get any So Right product for 50% off now with code MMAJournalCA. Sorry, Cap. Good morning. Hey, Ruddy Cap. Taylor, how are you? Let me just do this. Beautiful. How's how are you? I am buzzing. It's uh it's been a great, great week. Um Muay Thai World Cup was excellent and just seeing um the aftermath of the WBC festival there, Katie Taylor fight, lots of good stuff happening, man. Nash uh, Nash told me that the uh, he had an incredible crowd at the show. Oh my word! Did they ever show out? They were loud. Um, it was like Thailand in there. I haven't been, but it was like what I'm hoping Thailand will be. So we have no. So basically, for the festival, we have uh, we scored a big coup. So one of the Thai national domestic TV channels of the made those five major channels here. One of them is broadcasting it, and then. Oh, and then uh, internationally, no, we'll just stream it on YouTube and stuff like that. Well, that's perfect. It, it, the, the, the problem is with these tournaments, the Olympic-style tournaments, they're going on all day. Yeah, so yeah. There's no, 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 like the zone or nobody's going to pick up that. Eight hours, yeah, plus of, of fights for that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. And, you know, um, it's, a lot, yeah, it's, it's a nice lot. to have it on YouTube, you know, to see, have the whole collection, go back and watch it. But, um, yeah, I got, uh, you know, sponsor King's Fightwear is coming up with a line of gear. We'll have my sponsors on there. He's talking about maybe subsidizing some travel. MMA promotions in the U.S. want me to come down. Um, the really, really, the past couple of weeks have been booming. Um, I think in two weeks, I did a quarter million views on just my page, on just my stuff, which was unbelievable. So, And that's all real views. That's like no bots, no nothing. Yeah. That's all yeah. White fans, so... Uh, I'm, I'm absolutely loving it and the the fights are just getting better you know so it just makes me want to do this even more and that's that fantastic yeah keep it up thank you Kip. yeah the, the um, main thing is consistency consistency and visibility if you have those two things obviously the content that's that's a given mm-hmm. the content you can't have anything but consistency and visibility yeah and building relationships Building relationships with people. One hundred percent, and not fucking those relationships up too. Came <laughs> into that. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a prick. Yeah, so. yes. yeah. Sometimes you can't control that, though. That's the other part of it. Ah, uh, that's a, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. And you can't be, you know, that means the universe is pushing you in a different way. So it's whatever. Yeah. You can't see it in the background, everyone. My my beautiful wife is putting up the decorations on the Christmas tree. <laughs> that's lovely. It's Christmas in Bangkok. <laughs> you know it's um how are you doing because you're all over the place i see you everywhere hey. yeah i'm uh, i'm 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 quite uh busy we're all well, look we're always busy but i think uh, it's a unique perspective because uh, i mean obviously i have a senior position in promoting muay thai around the world mm-hmm. and a senior position as an executive for the world boxing council as chairman for the wbc middle east china india and operations in Asia. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of travel involved. Uh, it's self-choice, but I enjoy it. And, 
embrace it and blessed with every opportunity that comes. You know, it's um, it's, it's fantastic. Um, I'm the two sports that I love the most, I get to work in them. So, <laughs> I mean, how can I complain, really and truly? I'm just like at itching at the cusp, as you can tell, of of myself starting this, and I'm you know I'm reminiscing of seeing older porters you know, at, uh, just gathered around a boxing ring way back in the day. And it's just riddled with cameras. Right. And the flash, cause I love watching the old fights. You don't see it anymore. The flash photography everywhere. No, and, uh, true. Being at the Muay Thai world cup here, there's more, more photographers than usual. And it really gave me that, like, this is very grand where I'm at. I'm at the fights here. And Oh my word, you know, chip, chip, uh, Pollard hats off to him. Great win against Mark uh, McKinnon there. Oh my goodness. Um, the I kick. guess the, the I guess the elephant in the room was everyone expected Mark because he fought for the world title. He yeah. was doing so well in that world title fight, could possibly even have been winning the opening two rounds. That's irrelevant now. Obviously, mm-hmm. got caught with 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 the beautiful kick from the world champion, and Gerard Atty is the world champion for a reason, um, and he solidified that a couple of months ago in in England. But yeah. Chip Pollard, wow, incredible. And that walkout, oh my God. Oh, wow, goosebumps, I've been watching that. You can, you, literally, literally. Um, I, when I, I was finishing up an interview and I heard the drums from the back and I rushed to the front to, to get, a, uh, get some footage there. And uh, WBC shared it, it was lovely. And um, I grew up on reserves. And we had ceremonies, and I'm a Cree, and I went to a Cree school. We used to take a boat off where we lived. We had to take a boat to the island where the school was. And Nana is, you know, full um, Native American, or Native Aboriginal, I guess. I'm not sure the exact uh, tribe that she was from, because she was really messed up uh, growing up. But I remember growing up and hearing those drums, watching the dancers, and my blood started boiling like in a good way and I was just in awe and just filming them and watching that like the best part of it was at Lumpini Stadium and Rajam Darren and, and all those places they have the, the music playing right this was the Canadian version of that I would love to hear could you imagine now a First Nations pushed Muay Thai in those tribes in northern Canada where they're hurting so much and they're fighting and they're in that fighting they're healing and the entire time those drums and that kind of that ceremony would be happening too I was just picturing like because there's so much pain up there too and and whenever I see Native American fighters I just spoke with one earlier today Daniel Cachego he's a Jibwe. he lost in the final to Cody Jerome we'll get into that later yes uh, but you know, I was speaking to him, and there's that that fight is in them, and I was like, you know, how how amazing w- would it be to see Muay Thai gyms opening on reserves around Canada? Yeah, it could be a good way for them to channel different things going on in their lives to into a gym. It definitely it's definitely helps in many other societies around the world. Hmm. Hundred percent. Yeah, that fight was awesome. Um, I know he was a little upset with Kieran at the end of it, but uh, it is what it is. Um, you know, especially when you have your kids there, you and that kick is wide open. Even myself, I'm new to the game. I saw the head kick was open uh, near the end, so it was a good decision to call it in the corner there. Yeah, yeah. Kieran is a uh, 
man of the sport and a man of the fighters. As a former fighter, he's a man of the fighters. He's not just a mercenary. So he's mm -hmm. a good call. We have the heavyweight champion making his debut at one championship headlining. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one. You know, for 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 the WBC, obviously, we helped build uh, Alex Roberts' name, and Alex Roberts did the work because mm -hmm. he's the fighter. He's the guy who puts the hours in the gym. He's the guy that sacrifices different things in his life. He's the guy who gets over the ropes, puts his body on the line. But Alex Roberts, the, the new global star, was helped because of his ascendancy through the WBC ecosystem state champion, national champion, international champion, climbing the rankings legitimately, became the world number one. Kudos to MTGP Australia and Gavin Fuller. Incredible that they gave him the platform. And uh, he beat the man who was the man. Now he is the man. He has to fight a very interesting Roman Crickley. I have some history with him. We know each other going back. And, um, really nice guy. He's a kickboxer. You know, by his own admission, he's not a Muay Thai fighter. Um, so it'll be an interesting how Roberts can utilize his Muay Thai game to, he's going to face a very big test, as is quickly. So it'll be an interesting fight, interesting fight. And of course, with one championship, this is the, the ascendancy in terms of monetary value for fighters. It's, it, you know, WBC Muay Thai, we're very open about our support of one championship. Um, the people behind one championship, the management level, mid-management level, the people on the ground were fully behind them as they are fully behind WBC Muay Thai. So uh, wishing Alex Roberts all the best in his fight. And uh, it's going to be an interesting card. I believe it's the first all Muay Thai fight card for one championship. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I believe it's the Lumpini Stadium. It's the first all Muay Thai for a one championship show, not a one Friday night fight. With the heavyweight banger to finish it off. And two, yeah. two interesting one. Interesting one is two WB, two current WBC Muay Thai world champions on the show: Alex Roberts and Hussein uh, Chaffee, the current WBC light heavyweight champion of the world. Beautiful. Uh, and he's a, he's a name to watch out for. He is an he's a, he's he's a fantastic. Prior to getting into the sport and actually the knowledge behind it and some of the rankings and all that, um, now when I see like current WBC champion or was WBC champion fighting in one championship or wherever else. It has a certain level of holy shit. Like it's so, I, I want my friends to be in the same route where every fight is like an Ali fight because they can be, they can be so incredible. These fights and these guys put in so much work and especially with Muay Thai, as sure. you know, there's no, like it's one of the most beautifully violent per capita sports that you'll get for your time. Like I tell folks, if you're going to watch two minutes of Muay Thai and you're going to watch two minutes of boxing, you're going to have more fun watching Muay Thai if you're a casual fan. If you're a boxing fan, obviously the boxing is without a doubt. But it's such a captivating sport. And folks, you know, when I speak with them, I brought this up before, they think it's a language. They don't even know it's really a sport, right? The casual person. So <laughs> it's it's so nice to see it being pushed on Amazon, see the WBC in one work kind of flawlessly in that. Love the Muay Thai World Cup, how they're bringing in and WBC fights are happening there. Rise of the Warrior, you're seeing amateur WBC fights here in Canada. Um, it's, again, I've, I've spoken to this before. It's, it's literally, it is the year of the fight fan, Kevin, because it is just going off. It's, it's yeah. such a 
good time in sports. And I think we're going on a new golden era, like I wrote on that post there. Yeah, I believe so. I think when you go back, okay, the etymology of Muay Thai in Canada was not created by uh, Kieran. Mm -hmm. But there is no doubt I will debate and defeat any man, woman, or anyone. Kieran Kettle single-handedly elevated Muay Thai in Canada to a level never seen before. It's incredible what he has done. <laughs> he's, you know, he's he's a mastermind. He really is a, mas- a mastermind in a good way. He's a mastermind. Look what he did. If you look back at what he did when he was in, you know, in his home country of the, of the UK, that crazy event that he did in Baghdad in Iraq. He went to Japan. With, you know, he's just, yeah. As a fighter, that's, that's, you know, I was lucky. I was around that time when he was fighting. He was fantastic. But as a promoter and as a guy uh, with, with his, Muay Thai is in his blood and it's in his bones. It's in him. It's in him. And that's why he has that passion, drive and energy uh, to do it. It's incredible. What he has done for Canadian Muay Thai has just been... And then as a whole, I think combat sports in Canada, not just Muay Thai, because people will see what Muay Thai World Cup is doing. People saw that incredible event that was in Calgary for the very first amazing Muay Thai festival. You got to remember, we had Venice, we had Huahin, we had Mexico. Next February, we have Lumpini. The man behind this whole thing was Kieran Kettle. He's the one who came up with the idea. Him and Nash, both of them together came up with it. I don't know how they brainstormed it over a coffee one morning, and I have no idea about this. So, yeah, incredible guy. Incredible. You can can imagine how absolutely lucky I feel when he's the one that messaged me on our very first contact. Like, pick of the litter. There's tons of people doing this kind of stuff. I was brand new to it. He was number seven. You know, I, I'm at this year, your interview number 37. So that was 30 interviews ago. And, you know, it was, it was something else. And when I was at that show for the semis, um, you know, I, when I, I went to Tom Loeffler's show for the boxing event, I went to uh, Rise of the Warrior Juniors, always trying to be very professional, taking it super seriously, right? I'm filming their ringside and Kieran walks up to me and I'm like, shit, shit, shit. I'm doing something wrong. Shit, I'm in the wrong place. Shit. And he goes up to me and he, pokes me in the belly and he's like you having fun that was it it. so it was it was incredible and and hats off to him and kyle messenger he's the juniors guy um elite the the gym there they got great guys francois running that gym is awesome uh david and michael who are doing great things in ontario here michael with the ontario rep newly appointed i have a i'm doing uh in person with him tomorrow so very oh, nice to touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Just everything WBC, honestly, kind of is really what I think is should be being pushed right now. You see in combat sports, I don't know if you've been following any of those regular pages. And I'll tell you what has been trending that's been really getting under my skin is just like some guy's wife, right? You're seeing a UFC fighter's wife making more news than all combat sports athletes in the moment. No way. I, I, I have no idea what that story is. Yeah, yeah, it's it. I'll fill you in. I I don't like to put on it. I'll even edit this part out because I don't even camera. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Ian Gary, UFC fighter, apparently his wife heard the name. Yeah, his wife wrote a book on how to pick up young UFC fighter, young athletes, blah blah blah. Basically, it's been the headlines of combat sports for the whole week, and it's just wow. Was published. This book was published. It was published. Yeah, it's called How to Be a Wag. No. Yeah, yeah. So. They're married now and yada, yada, yada. Right. 
it's you know it, it just kind of makes makes my part when i'm posting things like okay this is needed like people are posting bullshit i'm gonna give you guys some real news so yes uh, yeah yeah yes Agreed. Uh, so we have a lot of vacant titles i noticed like the first four weight classes there's vacant titles i believe for the yes. w world yeah it's, it's 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 we have great activity from you know heavyweight cruiserweight light heavyweight super middleweight middleweight super welterweight welterweight super lightweight we have champions in every weight division bar one mm -hmm. all the way down to and then you the problem is so super lightweight 115 pounds flyweight light flyweight mini flyweight those four weight categories 105 108 112 115 there is generally no activity around the world because there's never any elite foreign fighters in the uk in canada that size so traditionally it's always been the case that we've had our activity in thailand and the problem is we is the cost so a lot of the stadiums here are rising their administration costs towards the promoters so now the promoters are already having battles keeping their events running so it's problematic then to even think about engaging with an international organization to put but in the past we've had great cooperation with pgnd and promotions who are one of the top two promoters here in thailand doing title fights for lower weight divisions and actually recently we just had a, a meeting with one of the other promoters about doing in the new year title fights uh 105 up to 115. so to oh, answer your question that is that is that is the reason because if you look i believe all our weight divisions from heavyweight heavyweight we have alex roberts cruiserweight we have hattie light heavyweight we've Hussein chaffee super middleweight we've george mann middleweight we've uh, salim khan super welterweight we've Chai, welterweight we have max mcvicker super lightweight chad collins lightweight falco super featherweight the uh, turong min pat from vietnam Featherweight Antonio Ordain, super bantamweight. We have uh, Francesco from Italy, bantamweight. We have Corey Nicholson. So all our weight divisions from heavyweight to bantamweight have world champions. Just those four weight divisions, super flyweight to mini, uh, nothing. Working on it though, we're working on it. I don't like seeing them empty. I'm I'm usually the one explaining this kind of stuff to people. So for someone to be giving it to me is is excellent it's it's nice to hear it it's nice to hear it and actually get into the, the nitty-gritty with it um i'm i'm very excited for the for these titles that are coming up the heavyweight and um i, I think yeah they the it's vacant as well for the international i think yes yes the last international title champion was a uh, french uh, boxer he was supposed actually supposed to fight for the world title but so it's a very, it's, it's just, it's a funny old system and I don't like using the word politics and sports, but there's a, there's a funny old thing going on at the moment. Uh, it's been going on for years where a certain organization, who I don't want to name, not out of fear, just, I don't want to give them any credibility. Yeah. They have been bullying uh, all the other international Muay Thai organizations uh, to try and block the activities, claiming ownership of the sport of Muay Thai, claiming governance of the sport of Muay Thai. But in fact, on the record, and this is factual on the record, there is no governing body for the sport of Muay Thai International. No one organization has any authority over any other organization. So A cannot stop B from hosting activities in Canada. B cannot stop A hosting activities in any other country in the world. Good. That's good to know. 
Well, there has been a lot of uh, fallacies about that. Um, but the one thing about us, we're not backing down. And uh, the people in the sport are not backing down. You can't have a... The people are the products. Mm-hmm. So the fighters are the products. And if the fighters want to fight for WBC, WMO, WMC, that's one championship, it's ultimately going to be up to them. If you're a gym owner and you're aligned to a certain organization, but you have five fighters in your gym who are paying the, the electricity and the, all the, and those fighters want to fight for the organization you're not aligned to, eventually you're going to have to pay them and say, okay, because if there's no fighters, you have no gym. So we saw a trend where they had a monopoly, this certain organization for a decade, 20 years because of the bullying, because of the lack of social media, people weren't aware of what's going on. But now social media is everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it's a great time to be involved in combat sports. You just need thick skin and you need uh, passion, more footwork, more energy. Yeah, more energy and, and just like absolute <laughs> consistency, 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 consistency. Don't stop. Like we, we have, yeah. I'm not, and it's them that shall not be named as well here in Canada. That's kind of been butting heads. We had a Ontario, uh, Mike Fitzpatrick, he did a little announcement last night there uh, in regards to that and just, you know, trying to have a, a lockdown. Did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's nice that that's out there. And um, that kind of gets into what the other thing I was doing with the with MMA Journal Canada here is that Discord I was talking to you about a while ago. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be getting into that with Mike tomorrow. But I would like to, um, you know, it would be cool to have it implemented because it, it does allow athletes, gyms, anywhere, again, it, it, you know, access to contacting each other. It really focuses on the amateur and the youth too, because again, you don't like to see kids on Instagram. Don't like to see kids on this kind of shit right now. It's way too nasty. Um, anyone, you know, you got fighters that are, you know, 13, you know, 14 that really aren't getting any growth until they put their self on Instagram, unless their parents are doing, this is something where they could do it in a closed community builder, you know, um, resume, picture resume, all that kind of stuff as they're getting older without any threat of any outside, you know, action in that sense of. Yeah. Yes. Weirdo. Social media is on social media is unforgiving. It is. It is. Yeah. So that would be an aspect of that, but I'll, I'll get into, into uh, that with Mike. And, and if it's something that he sees can be implemented with you guys as well, he'll I'm sure bring it up with you guys too. So, but yeah. Um, what's next on your docket here? So we have, personally, I was supposed to go to Saudi Arabia on December 23 for the Day of Reckoning, the big boxing event where you know, Joshua Wilder's on it. But um, I'm not going. It's too close to Christmas. Um, uh, I like staying at home for Christmas. But professionally, we have the next amazing Muay Thai festival, which takes place in Bangkok's Lumpini Stadium. It takes place in the whole compound over four days of fights. February 1st will be the opening ceremony. It's going to be an incredible um, opening ceremony marrying culture and the digital age. Inside Lumpini Stadium, there was a company put in this, they have, there's an AI mapping system and a hologram system in the roof. Oh, get out. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's quite incredible. Actually, the one Friday night people, they don't use any of this, these, this uh, but it's there. So we're going to use it for the opening ceremony on the 1st of February. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, four days of fights. 
we are on a trajectory now to get 500 fighters from 64 countries. So we will have five rings going Friday, Saturday outside in a, in a covered area because obviously you can't do it in the stadium. But actually, on the Saturday, there's an international EDM festival inside Lumpini Stadium. 2,000 people coming from all the world for a rave inside Lumpini. Are they fitting so in all this? Are they fitting in a one Friday fights too? In, 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 during no, there, there, there's no one Friday night fights that weekend. There's no fair okay. text fights. There's no fights at all. Because yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because yeah, yeah, fair text yeah, so, Saturday morning too, eh? Yeah, yeah so that's, that's all. The EDM festival, they, they take over the arena on Friday morning for prep. And, you know, and then Saturday is the festival. But it's great because we're going to have 2,000 people. <laughs> we're going to be raving all day when they'll, you know, their curiosity will take them outside to watch the Muay Thai fight. So it's fantastic. And uh, then day three and day four, we, will, we we take control back of the stadium inside and we'll start the finals inside on Sunday, continuing with the preliminaries and the qualifiers outside. And it's going to be incredible. It's going to be a festival of Muay Thai. Obviously, inside the festival, we have the WBC World Championships for adults and youth. We have... Um, we're going to have a taste of Thailand food fair outside with these uh, food trucks from all different zones of the country with different types of food. Um, we're going to have a fashion show, a Muay Thai fashion show. Nice. We're going to have ring officials uh, workshops with, with, with the elite uh, Raj, ring officials from Rajadamnan, Channel 7 and Lumpini. Uh, we're going to have a Lumpini Legends seminar like we did in Canada with uh, Sanchai. This is going to be a Lumpini Legends so we're going to have Diesel Noy. We're talking to Anna Watt Kosman, former Lumpini champions, teaching a two, three-hour seminar. That will be on the Thursday, the first. But I just think uh, it's going to be it's going to be unique. Um, all the gold medal fights. Obviously, logistically, we can't do every fight in the stadium. It's impossible yeah. unless we did we did it over like a month. So all gold medal fights will be inside the arena. We will have the main ring. Nice. Possibly two more rings next to it because it's impossible to do every fight in one ring for gold medals. Because if we have 500 fighters, you're looking at about 120 gold medal contests. With 60 gold medalists. Like, this is this is amazing. Because you have all these guys, this build up. The last one was amazing. And now you have it at the Mecca. So it's just incredible. the higher you have the world's eyes on you, um, yes. more people are knowing about it too. Like Canada wide, you're seeing the best gyms get ready. You're seeing crazy worldwide. You're seeing the best. Like if you bring up a good gym, they usually have an athlete that's going to be fighting at the worlds. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited. Crazy. I, was, I was speaking with, uh, I think it was Fergus from bad company. One of the guy, one of the good, good kids. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited to see him there. It's, Oh yeah. I get, I get shivers, man. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, Kind of all of my updates on that. I'm just I'm super excited for these title fights. One Friday fights is continuing to push the growth in the WBC because there's that opportunity, right? So to see them mesh together is it's so stinking good. Friday fights I didn't realize was just implemented this year. Madness. I think they're at number forty-one now. If I'm not correct, wrong. It's, it's they're in the early forties anyhow. So they're they're you know it's um, it's. I would not like one. Well, no, that's not true. I don't. I mean, it's matchmaking is 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 difficult game. But when you're matchmaking for that amount of fights every Friday, so as soon as the lights go off on the show Friday night, 
their matchmaking team, I'm sure, is already working for next Friday and the Friday beyond because you know it's. Uh, but one one thing about it, a lot of people are missing this. One Friday night fights, Rajadamnan World Series, RWS, all this rise of these new weekly international orientated shows because they are. Inter- Let's not kill ourselves. They're international oriented shows. There's Thai versus foreign, foreign mm. versus foreign. It's fantastic for Thailand because it brings more and more foot traffic, more combat sports tourism. So we're working directly with WBC Muay Thai. We have a partnership with the Tourism Authority of Thailand and now with the Thai government. We're working up towards enhancing, enhancing. It's always been there. It's just mm-hmm. been a sleeping giant. It's been a sleeping joint that has been. People will just be walking over it, not taking notice of it. Muay Thai tourism, and now to kind of transcend into a new term, combat sports tourism, because it's not just Muay Thai fighters. You look any weekend in, in Phuket, you could see a UFC superstar training mm-hmm. at certain gyms down there. Boxing stars, Tim Zhu. Tim Zhu is going to be a, a superstar of boxing in the coming years, trains in Phuket. Mm-hmm. You know, a um, couple of other superstars who want to remain unnamed have come to Thailand to train under the radar. Um, you know, mega boxing stars. We had uh, Tyson Fury earlier this year was in Thailand. He loved the facilities at Bang Tao MMA in uh, in uh, Phuket. Let's go champ is here all the time. I know he's I was going to say, I messaged, I talk with Cannon Briggs here and there and uh, <laughs> I, my dream is I'm going to hopefully, I know they just did one together, but Rampage and Cannon because they're hilarious together, man. I know they're both in Thailand on and off constantly doing things so you have it's 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 a uh, the common sports stores in the industry it's fantastic for the country because it generates it's like it's the cluster development concept of it it creates uh finance and work for everyone inside that cluster when you look at it when when taylor so for example if you're coming in february to thailand you book your flight the economy already benefits because of the taxes from your flight mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. you jump on your flight and you land at suan de boom airport you take a taxi to your hotel economy is already clicked it's on the clock the mm-hmm. taxi driver is benefiting from you you stay in your hotel that vicinity around the hotel you're going to have a mass as you're going to go for food so now the local economy there is benefiting from this combat sports tourism media guy mm-hmm. this is just a cycle a carousel it's fantastic so um yeah we're pushing that a lot and our ultimate aim is that we would like to see you know, we are we're knocking on the door for a long time the door is open actually we're at the table now so <laughs> go beyond the door now. Um, pushing for a specific Muay Thai combat sports tourism visa for Thailand, because a lot of the a lot of the guys who come here to train. I know myself when I was doing it twenty five years ago here. It's very you know, you're doing the island and the tour border hopping and all the trying you know student visas to learn Thailand. Of course, it's very important to learn Thai, but it would be great to have a specific visa. But we are hopefully you know we'll see what happens in the coming couple years. Uh-huh would be very nice anyone there's no questions asked what are you here for muay thai okay you're in boom that's it let's hear your credentials see what yes. you're doing, how long you've been training yada yada, yada. exactly yeah, that's perfect because yeah that's that's again that's building onto that resume so that's oh yes 100 percent. and it's unique it's such a unique sport i don't i don't want to rabble on about it but you think about it. you name you name any city in the world rabble on please rabble on as much as you want <laughs> And there's, in, in Hong Kong, there are over 300 Muay Thai gyms. And re, re, the, the St. Martin, the Reunion Islands, the largest of the Reunion Islands, there are 42. 
New York, Sydney, Toronto, Calgary, Dublin, London. There was, I, 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 I gotta attribute a boom of that to obviously the kind of the Joe Rogan push and that kind of that era of things because they kind of opened up a lot. I know there's a, you know, there's a, there's a ton of viewers on there. And even the casual fan, like myself, was pushed into one championship from hearing about him. I'd never heard about one championship until I listened to a Joe Rogan. And he was talking about it. And then I started looking at fighters because I'm a big fight fan. I was like, how the hell do I not know about this? And then that's why I started this. Because I say, if, I'm, if I've been watching UFC for three, four, five years, boxing all my life, and I don't know about this Muay Thai, then how do other people not know about this? And I'm a decent fan of combat sports. So that's kind of what pushed this. Because you talk to, you know, again, you talk to the regular person on the street, you know, like, hey, Jonathan Haggerty is a two-sport champion. Regan Ursel is a two-sport champion. Stan Fairtex is a three-sport champion. They don't know those names. So it's, you know, I, I, that's kind of what I, um, I did this magazine cover thing. I, I made a few more over the night, but I told Cody Jerome, like, I want you guys to be on the cover of a magazine. And I said, you know what, to hell with it. I'll just make my own, put you on the cover. So that's, that's that. Yeah, it's true. You know, um, everyone plays their part, but when you have a guy like Joe Rogan with such an, uh, an incredible following from every corners of society and when he starts talking about one championship and Muay Thai and all of these it's fantastic for us yeah it's fantastic for everyone mm -hmm. and just getting healthier in general and that's kind of what it promotes too right being you know better sure. yourself better the people around yeah. you honing your mind honing your skills uh, all that kind of stuff and, and Muay Thai truly is that because I my first training session was with uh Pet, uh, Pet from uh, Glory, the kickboxing champion. Ah, Pet Yeah, it was with him. It was with Jake Lee, uh, Jake Peacock. Uh, it was his seminar, and it was with Dylan Marr, the light heavyweight champion, or he was light heavyweight champion, as well as Connor from Ireland. There was one more. Well, and Adrian, she, Adrian Fairtex. So that was my, oh, Adrian, yeah. that was my yeah. very first experience training Muay Thai, and I have been baptized in church. I have had some religious experiences. I've done acid. I've, I've had some experiences in my life. I went up to the guys after and I said, you have changed my life with this. This training session, just that, and like actually getting into it. I, was com I walked out of that gym completely different, 100%. And I don't say that lightly. I don't say that, you know, oh, he changed my life. Like, no, I used to be a bit of a punk. I used to not take care of myself and, and in certain ways. And, and Muay Thai truly has changed my life in that sense. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So I don't really see another way to, uh, to end it off better than that. Cause I know you're a busy man. I don't want to take too much. No, more no, no, I, I, absolutely. You know, don't worry about that. You know, it's, uh, it, this is, these are the stories that again, it comes back to what I, we all, it's the uniqueness. It's, it's, it, it's incredible, it really is. It just, the, the, the cultural side, the fighting side, the, the community side, everything is beautiful. It's fantastic. We're lucky to be in. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. The timing is perfect. And even I spoke with Kieran and how kind of COVID is attributed to that, as horrible as COVID was, it kind of pressed down this pressure barrel that is exploding now. So it's it's awesome. Yeah, just speaking of, I talked about this before previously with someone else, you, you know, 
before COVID, Muay Thai in Thailand was kind of on a downward trend because the youth were not coming into the sport because they were just gaming, esports, football, different things like that. But COVID, in actual fact, would you believe it or not, helped rescue Muay Thai in Thailand because there was a period of two years in Thailand where there was no Muay Thai, almost two years. I don't want to get into the degree of timelines. Mm. But uh, so the people were so bored, come the end of COVID, were so bored of the oversaturation of tech, mobile phone technology, mobile devices. They wanted to get out and exercise in open spaces with group, collective group training again. So the, uh, like, so in the sport of Muay Thai, you have four or five main promoters in Bangkok. Pejin Diki, Fred Sarsamai, and a couple of other promoters. Jitmong Nan, um, But then you have a scouting system in the south and the northeast so there are there are guys who make a living scouting fighters like the mlb like nfl yeah this, this scouting system has been going back as goes back 30 40 years and those scouts they spend their time going around to gyms watching fighters watching fighters how they're nurture how they nurture nature in the gym the talent they will spend a week or two in the vicinity of the down in East End or down south, wherever it is. And during that time, they will watch some training. They're given access to the gym. And then they go to watch the kids, the young guys fight, compete in, in tempo fights and stuff like that. So obviously, to, and then they'll compile a report to the, uh, pass on that information to the main entities in Bangkok. And they, based on the information shared by the scout, those entities in Bangkok will then make an offer to the gym in rural thailand okay we will here's this we'll go to this school this this here's what we're paying now there'll be yeah so let's say yeah getting back to what I'm, my old point in this was the scouts involved in muay thai noticed after covid a huge amount of parents in rural northeast thailand and southern thailand right. putting their kids back into these muay thai gyms at a young age good oh that's so good man oh there you go Yes, it's it's and 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 the second thing, nothing to do with WBC Muay Thai or anyone, but the one Friday night fights thing. What it has also done, it has resuscitated fighters whose careers are over. Yes, guys, guys who are fighting at Channel Seven, fighting at Rajid and then were never on the cusp of elite level five star boxers or probably three star boxers. If you're going look to the Look at Sexan, incredible fighter, just got his contract to fight in one. So he's going to be making some Sex serious Sexan is a little bit, Sexan is a little bit of a different, he's a bit of a different story because he was a superstar, always has been a superstar. He was a superstar channel seven, a superstar under source on my banners. Is that, so he was already the same? I'm so, sorry to interrupt, was the money the same though as one? I mean, in that regard. No, 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 but just the, 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 the popularity, his was a little bit of a different case to what I'm talking about. No, no, the money was never the same. Yeah. You know. This money has completely changed his life by his own, because he was at the end of his career and, you know, was, but this has changed him monetary wise that, but I'm talking about other guys, like guys like, I see, I see. so if you watch on December 8th, there's a guy called Tong Poon, Tong Poon, Sarjar Lekmoangnan, he's fighting Ellis Barbosa on the December 8th. He was a an exciting fight. He was a Channel Seven Stadium fighter, and would uh, you know did well at Channel Seven. Was never a superstar, and the career was over. One Friday night fights because his style is perfect on Friday nights fights, and his character is perfect. It has resuscitated him. And there's other fighters. Look at Sua Kim. You know, Sua Kim just got a um, PK Sanchai 
Seven hundred. I was at, I was there that night. He got a seven hundred thousand bad cash bonus from Chattery. Double. Oh my goodness. Got double. Like I mean, that's what. That's like twenty thousand US dollars. That's a lot of money. I don't care where you live. Yeah. You live in Canada, Thailand, America, Ireland doesn't matter. At twenty thousand dollars, money. Tons. One hundred. So, so the, this the whole thing. Yeah. So with the whole thing of COVID mm-hmm. and now. And of course, you have to also give credit to uh, Rajid Amnon series. They're doing good work on their Saturday night fights. Um, but there's no doubt that one Friday night fight with the power that they have, the juggernaut of their game staff in terms of media, social media, which has been built over a huge amount of the years, their, their exposure is second to none. 100%. I just spoke, uh, my previous uh, guest was Nara Champanek. Uh, MC, and yeah, we we spoke about how much it's really grown and how she kind of got into it. Uh, how I don't know if you know how she got into it. She was at a nightclub announcing, and someone went up to her and were like, "You should, they're having tryouts. You should try that out." And no, nice. and she was a massive fan of the sport, so it's touching on absolutely everyone's life. It's incredible. Yeah, there's two, there's two sides. Like if you look at what the WBC is doing, and of course I have to selflessly talk about this because. Okay, one championship is Thailand-centered right now. Mm-hmm. It's Thailand-centered with the one Friday night fights. Most of, nearly all of the one championship shows now are in Thailand. Of course, they did one in Colorado earlier this year. They did one in Singapore. They're going to Japan in January, but it's pretty much all centered in Thailand. WBC Muay Thai. You cannot go one weekend around the world where there's not a WBC Muay Thai involved event. This past weekend, we had... We, were, we had an event in Barcelona where there was 165 kids competing for WBC medals in Barcelona. We had uh, title fights in Scotland and Aberdeen and Glasgow. We had youth title fights in Paris in Italy. We had a qualifying tournament in Mongolia for the festival. This weekend, we have a WBC international title fight in beautiful Switzerland. We have in Reunion Island this coming Saturday night, we have an international title fight and an Icon of Tom title fight. Next weekend, we have a tournament in Hong Kong. So my point is, globally, globally, the ecosystem of Muay Thai, the ecosystem of WBC Muay Thai and the grassroots, there is nobody doing what the WBC Muay Thai does. And that's not me doing that. That's everyone. Okay, the engine room is in Bangkok, the WBC offices. But the engine in the machine cannot run without good oil, without all the parts clicking together, running smoothly together. That's why we have an incredible team. An incredible team. WBC Muay Thai has an incredible team. And the reason we have an incredible team is because the passion for Muay Thai. It's incredible. The, the Muay Thai in our blood, in our bones. It's, it's, this, is, this is the reason. And, then, you know, and in that sense, globally, this is why Muay Thai now is such a strong point of view because you have organizations like WBC Muay Thai, organizations like One Championship, pushing, 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 pushing. With, it's, it's, it's limitless right now. I think 2024 is going to be incredible. Hey, wait, okay. wait, wait till you, next time you and I talk after December, I'll tell you about this event. Because, don't know uh, that's, that makes me feel special. I won't talk, I won't talk about it. Don't yeah, worry. No, no. Yeah, but, but they will, uh, we, let's not, uh, We'll be able to get you over there to cover that one because they they already have. And if you see it, look, I'll, I'll show you this just to. Uh... Wait, 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 sorry, rewind. Yeah. One second. I just want to show you. Your name is here on the list. I want to show you this just so. Get out of here. What? Get out. 
No, no, I just want to show you something so you'll see exactly just a bit of credibility that you're gaining in the sport. One second. Yeah, there we go. So, so yeah. So, yeah, your credibility is rising. So, I love it. Yes, but let's cut this bit because yeah. I just don't want Yeah, I'll cut that bit. No problem. No big deal. It's, not, it's fine. No big deal. Yeah. On to, on to the next and the, the the sport and I know you mentioned Katie Taylor in uh I I was at the Katie Taylor fight. I took a night off. I actually was I was supposed to initially supposed to work at the event to supervise the title fight there, but uh the night off because I was with my daughter and some family members. It now I've been to some incredible high end boxing events at my time is lucky enough. The atmosphere when she walked into the ring with that hallelujah version it was that was mesmerizing i've never heard that version before it was mesmerizing i don't care what what denomination you are it doesn't matter about it was just mesmerizing yeah. and you could see the focus in her eyes and credit to chantel cameron the two of them what a fight what a fight in rounds of non-stop that the crowd that crowd never been in an atmosphere like this Magic. It was 37 at 37 years of age doing that. It's incredible. Credit to both of them, to both of them, Cameron and Taylor. But yeah, Taylor was the boxer and the bully at the same time. She she married the two of them together and she justifiably won the fight. And it's 1 1. I want to see a trilogy. Selfishly, I love to see a trilogy. There's some clinch too. Like, Good clinch work in yeah, there. That's good clinch. Yeah. yeah, I really like the clinch work. I said, no way, they haven't broke that up yet. Nice, keep that going. Yeah, yeah that, that was a really, yeah. So it was a it was it was a spectacle. What a night in Dublin it was to, to be at that. That was fun. What a time it is to be a fan of the sport, eh? This is this is truly this is truly the best. It is nothing better. It really Absolutely. is. Yeah. So what's next for you? What's what's the MMA journal? What's happening next? Um, okay, so I think I'm done for December. Okay. Nice. A little bit of a break. I'm going to Winnipeg, visit family. January, we're sponsoring. He was in the other room. Um, Nathaniel, by the way, if you remember him, he's the one in Italy. And he, yes. he, he yes. specifically told me, he said, <laughs> he said, I wasn't going to do this. He said, for those t-shirts that he promised us. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. No, no. Hey, Nathaniel. Bangkok, I will send them back with your brother. 100%. That's good. That's good. Or even, no, you know what? Even be there with even, me. Even, no. even better still. Here's a better idea. After this, text me an address and a phone number, and I'll get our secretary to send them during the week. That's better. That's better because you're going to wait another couple of months. The sizes. I, I appreciate No, no, no. no. I, I have to. No, no. I forgot about that. I remember that conversation, but I forgot afterwards. No, no, no worries. No worries. I'll no, text no, no, no. I thank you for that. Yeah. The address number and, I, and the sizes of the shirts, and then we'll send them to you next week. Thank Done you. Deal. The um, it'll for getting my way there, like the sponsors that I'm working with, um, King, yeah. King Spiteware. There's the owner of that his name's Rich, awesome guy. He he literally messaged me yesterday. He's like, I see your growth. I would love to be a part of helping you if you need help with travel. So the the, the fact that you know these opportunities are here, they're hey you know. MMA Journal Canada, welcome here. I can be like, listen, I have these opportunities. I can with him, I have it would be branded where that I'm going for. So anyway, what well, long story short, 
they would be, it's more exciting for them when I say, hey, literally, you know, Kevin Noon has invited me over. WBC is covering it. Uh, I'll push whatever product I'm wearing on my shirt or I'm not going to be a a walking guys, but whatever I got to do, even if I got to go into a little bit of debt, that's no problem. We'll make it happen. Okay. Yeah, that's well, I mean, I mean, really and truly, if you could just get someone to cover your flights, because we'll take care of your hotel and minimum, you'll have all your food and stuff here. So, I mean, you have as the networking. Yeah. It's the yeah. networking. I'll give you an example. Let, let's stop recording this one. Yeah, Can sure. Stop recording. Yeah. I'm not saying you would, but I don't know if do that. Oh, you're the host. You can only one sec. One sec. There we go. Yeah. Well, Kevin, this is this. uh, uh, Fuck the professionalism. Honestly, for me, this is one of the this is one of the best uh, ones I've done. This means the world to me. I think you know what the WBC means to me and what the sport means to me. Absolutely. And to be speaking with you and to have invitations and this and that, my name on a list and yada yada yada. You, I'm sure you have been in that position before where you're coming up, but. As a fight fan, as someone that just got into the sport just in March here, it's unbelievable. Thank you. Like you just said it there, you're only since March. I mean, even when you were in Venice, you, you gave great coverage. Just to, I think that there's there's a problem. I think you would do, I'm not saying you want to do it or you will, but maybe you when you come here, you'll be like, oh, maybe there's a gap in the market in Thailand for combat school for Muay Thai media. So, there's a lot of new age media now for Muay Thai, but they're too busy pointing the camera at themselves. And this is the problem. This is a problem. Yes, it is. I'm glad you noticed that. I'm glad you noticed that because I never, I never go, hey guys, welcome to MMA Journal Canada. We're here with Kevin Noon. Thanks to our sponsors. Make sure you smash that like button. That's I see that, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna cut that out honestly because I see that and I'm like delete. Stop, please. Guys come up to me when I'm at these events. I'll, I'll tell them, go talk to an athlete. Don't talk to me. If you're an athlete, sure, I'll come and interview you. If you're a person that's a fight fan, we'll talk about stuff, sure. Don't come up to me. Hey, Taylor. And I'm not saying I'm Mr. Famous or anything, but don't come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not about me, right? As soon as I see that, I'm like, go talk. The, the, the champ is right there. Go talk to them. Like, they're like, you know, like it's, Yeah. And no, it's it's, it's uh, yeah it's, it's it's problematic it's all and like then they, they have this thing where they have to okay i understand some interviewers need some interviewers like to be in front of the camera there's no problem with that but you need to understand the interview is about the interviewee not the interviewer and it's horrendous the one i just i'm like you and i just i just press unfollow just go yeah. but this is this this is the sad state of affairs because there's so much content now Available with all these shows at one Friday night fights, RWS. You've got the knockout shows on Regidem, then you got Tuesday night, you got Thursday night, and Wednesday night with with uh, Pigeon D. You got Kia Pet on a Sunday at Channel Seven at Regidem. Or Sama, you you have so much content, and then going to the gyms in a build up to fights, going to the gyms to make content of fighters interviewing them doing content with them training it's all there yeah no one's doing it right yeah it's uh <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's it's crazy to know that that's happening over there because i saw that's what's happening over here so the fact that 
the fact of the matter is, it's just in general, it's happening wrong. Like I said, it's a general, yeah. Uh, back to that wife trending more than any of the athletes past week or two, right? Like it's just, it's being done. It's tabloid media. I know Tim, Tim Wheaton, MMA, he's really great. Uh, there's another one. They do excellent work. Sports Kita is awesome. I'll name a, just a few that, that I just, I'm like, yo, I see your work. I'll get some information from you guys. I'll tag you guys. You guys are great. Besides that, the MMA junkies, the MMA uncensored, the blah, 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 the blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, fuck. I'll type, and I've started kind of poking the bear in the comments and I start talking crap to them. You guys want real combat sports news? Follow me, so. <laughs> no, it's true, it's true, it's true. It's, there's a, so you, you, you'll, you'll be, you'll have good exposure to it when you come here, you'll see it. But uh, yeah, the festival, man, I know I keep coming back to it, but I think it's going to be incredible. And I'm looking forward to Kendall messaged me there a couple of days ago. He, uh, he's expecting a good army of fighters and young athletes coming from Canada to represent in the hunt for gold. They lit, be they lit, a, freaking, a, uh, lit a fire, man. They lit a fire this year with Muay Thai World Cup, the juniors, all of that, man. Again, Kyle Messenger running the juniors. Hats off to him. Great, great work over there. Because that's that's where the future of the sport is, really. You know, Kieran spoke with this in the Shoutout podcast with Jay. His, he does this on purpose, puts on these great shows, has the juniors there, wants the kids to come in, wants the kids to see these other kids fighting, light that fire in them, and get a 20, 25-year career of beautiful training sure. and work in, right? So sure. we're going to see. And, uh, and there's, there's no doubt um, it's going to be very interesting to see where the three Muay Thai World Cup fighters who got the contracts now for one, It'll be interesting to see how they, okay, they're kings of the castle and queens of the castle in Canada. Once they get on that long flight, flights, when they get on those long flights, Canada, the belly of the beast in Bangkok, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. You're going to have the ties and there, I know um, Mr. Wong from Fairtex spoke to this a while ago, you know, you have, Foreigners coming in, taking all our Thai belts. You know what's going on here? They're spending money. They're coming here. I, you know, he, he, it's, it's, it's good to see, like you said, the Thai versus foreign or foreign versus foreign. And I'm very excited for Jake Peacock because his style, due to you know the arm, is yeah. so different. When I was at a seminar, it was incredible to see how he worked and his movements, his feints, um, even in the clinch, because. A lot of the times in the clinch, you have to bring down, you have to bring down that arm to throw the elbow. You can you can throw an el- up elbow shirt. With him, he's in the clinch and he just has to move. He just has to move an inch and he's he's throwing elbows. And I've seen him catch a lot of guys. That's how he got Abdul this past weekend. It, you know, it's it's gonna be very cool to see that because you can't train for another guy like that. He has his own style that he's developed by himself. Very unique, yes. And he he is. Jake is a is a incredible fighter. He's he he can bang. He's smart, intelligent. He's yeah. It's a, I can't wait to see how he goes when he when he, when he uh, gets on the plane. Hundred percent. Yeah. Him. Cody is Cody is like Thomas the Tank Engine. Guys, unlimited power. You hit him, he just hits harder and faster. And then Canada's pound for pound queen, literally Taylor McClatchy. McClatchy. So it's exciting, man. It's, yeah. Future's bright. Future's yeah. bright for Canadian Muay Thai. Yeah. Love it. And the world. And and Muay Thai in general. 100%. Yes, sir. Beautiful. Well, Kev, 
I'll send you that address for those shirts. I'll let you go here. Please do. Yeah. Please do. Thank you again, man. This pleasure as always. Pleasure. Pleasure. And we'll talk soon. And uh, I hope to see you in uh, February, at the end of January. So it's literally just over a month away. You will see me there. You will see me there. Yeah. There's no babies. There's, there's none of that. Well, well, and, tell, and tell your brother, hide behind the door there. His shirt is on the way. Sounds good. He's probably been listening the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good luck. Yeah, Take care, Kevin. Thank you so much. Care, Bye-bye. Ça nous permet de créer des liens avec d'autres équipes, d'autres clubs, d'autres pays. Ça nous permet de dépasser, d'ouvrir les portes, de ramener des petits, des grands, faire découvrir un peu le monde du Muay Thai. Vive la France